tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world-governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tinfall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Okay, that was a little loud. You blew out Johnny's ears at whatever hand job place he's at right now with those bamboo curtains. Uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is a bonus midweek episode. We, you know, last two weeks we've been doing some bonus episodes for you because we've had some wonderful guests coming on, and we definitely have a great one for you. Dr. Shiva's coming on, dropping the hammer of the gods on you, okay? But before that, uh, give it up for my co-host, to know him as I love him, Mr. Xavier Guerrero. What's up? And uh, on the ones and twos, the man, the myth, the legend, Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I heard you bragging about going to that tug job parlor on Broken Simulation, so I uh, I thought I'd stop by there myself. And oh, now I, I like it so much, I'm doing podcasts here, so. That's so great, dude. That'd be great to do a podcast all the time. Say hey to Natalie. Hey. (laughs) Hello, we love you. We love you a long time. (laughs) We love you. Uh, Guys, uh, all of us have wonderful uh, podcasts on a website, on a network called Rockfin. That's R-O-K-F-I-N. Whether it's Xavier Guerrero's We Don't Smoke the Same. We got uh, The Grace of All Time Sports Talk and Broken Sim. And my shows, Tim Fall Hat Premium and Zero, are all there. And it's, guess what? To get all those shows and Conspiracy Social Club, all six of those shows, guess what? It's going to cost you $10. That's wow. how great it is. $10, Good. Dolores, $10, Amazing. make it holler. It's really great. It's a really great network. And it's giving independent contractors a chance to shine and allow customer consumers to support their favorite artists. Now, if you want to support your favorite artists, you can come see me live in Minneapolis this weekend. I'll be live at the House of Comedy in Minneapolis inside the, the uh, Mall of America with my good friend Yoshi. He'll be there with me. The following week, I have two shows in Miami. I'm there on June 3rd. I am live uh, at Shitcoin 2021. And then the following night, I'm at Ring Leaders Comedy Club, and that's on South Beach. Should be amazing. And then, proud to be back in the saddle with my boys, Tim Ball Hat Comedy Night is live in Houston. That is June 11th and 12th, I believe. We are at the Secret Group. Uh, first show each night, stand-up comedy. Second one is Swarm Tank. That's right. You get to come up, talk to your favorite conspiracy theorists, and pitch your conspiracy. Come get weird. All those tickets are available at samtriple.com. Grab it. Come see us live because we've been selling out everywhere we're going. 
grab them quickly. And then new t-shirts are available. I'm working on a real good one, dude. But go to tinfoilhattshirts.com. You got the Disney shirt. You got local celebrity. You got uh, Once Upon a Time on This Flat Earth. All of them there for you. And you got the Unabomber was right. That's my personal favorite. Go check that out. Anything else, guys? Uh, nope. New Broken Sam dropped. We have that. If you want to check that out, youtube.com slash Sam Tripoli or uh, in your podcasting app. We had uh, we had a pretty good time this week. It was, yeah, uh, we've been you, banging you've been, them you've been, out. You've been, you've been having some crazy shit happen to you in Hollywood. Dude, I don't even want to get into it, but I just real quick, two words for you. Trans Ninja. That's all you got to know. Ninja. Right? Okay. Okay. Wow, okay. That's all you got to know. Stop walking your dog. Stop walking your dog. No, no, no. Dude, the other day I was walking my dog and this guy's like, what kind of dog is that? I go, hug. He goes, it's not a French bulldog. I go, hey, dog, you want some? That's how but I do it. I, I guarantee you, he, he walked away and like Googled, how much does a pug cost? 100%, then- dude. 100. I ain't fucking around, dog. I've taken one month of Croft God. You want some, dude? Palm strikes, bro. So listen, we got a great show for you Palm guys strike. coming up. We got a great show for you guys. We have the legend himself. Dr. Shiva is back, and he's discussing this document he found. Uh, and you can ask the guys. It's a pretty amazing interview. Now, uh, if you love me not talking, this is going to be your favorite episode of all time because literally there was about four sentences said by everybody on the show. But it was worth it because Dr. Shiva went hard in the paint. And, uh, you know, I think what he's doing, we all should support and he's got a website. If you could help him out, that'd be great. So please enjoy Dr. Shiva talking about uh, his lawsuit that he's bringing up against the state of Massachusetts and Twitter. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. All right, let's get into it. Please welcome returning champion here to discuss his uh, historic lawsuit that he has going on. Please welcome the one and only Mr. Dr. Shiva. How are you? I'm doing great, Sam. Uh, by the way, I'm on the phone uh, with Sam Tripoli. Sam. So since we last spoke, Sam, if you remember, I was running for U.S. Senate. Yes. And, um, we just to, so what I want to do is just to give the highlights, I want to talk about that Senate race. Then I want to talk about how we transitioned to building this movement for truth, freedom and health. And as a part of that movement, which started on September 1st, when we shared uh, uh, after the Republican primary, where we went into the general elections and we discovered that the voting machines in the United States have a feature of the ability to multiply votes by fractions. This isn't all the voting machines. So long before the Trump stuff occurred, we were the ones who exposed it and how that led into uh, two lawsuits um, filed in federal court, all uh, Sam, where I am actually representing myself in federal court. And both lawsuits, unlike all the Trump lawsuits, which were horribly written in my view, Uh, Both of my lawsuits have survived motions to dismiss have gotten nearly six victories and no mainstream media has covered it. And the reason they haven't covered it is because the foundations of what this lawsuit represents. Fundamentally, what we've discovered is that it's not big tech. See, for far too long, the narrative has been Twitter, Facebook, big tech is a private actor and they take down people. What our lawsuit has shown in a historic level is that the government has a backdoor, in fact, not a backdoor, but the government has an infrastructure that they created to actually silence political speech and speech if you criticize government using Twitter at the, at the end of that process. 
All right. So it's very, it's fundamentally different. It's not that Twitter does it on its own, but Twitter is a state actor. Okay. So that's, and, but more importantly, on May 20th and 21st in that lawsuit, the federal judge said, I'm declining to rule on the motions to dismiss. He wants this to escalate to discovery and depositions. And on the second day of that hearing, he said, this lawsuit will more than likely be taught in every law school class in constitutional law. And in addition to that, the judge has appointed a constitutional lawyer for me. He says, you've made it this far, but I want to make sure you have a constitutional lawyer who helps you. So that's the net of it. But more importantly, you know, when a tree falls in the forest, right, there's silence. The fact that no one in the mainstream media is it Sucker Carlson or is it CNN and all these people have been picked up on the speaks to this bigger issue of what's actually going on with government working with big media and government working with big tech. So what ended up happening is, and I'm giving you sort of the highlights, I'll come back. On the second day, the night of the second day of the lawsuit, um, I discovered the actual playbooks in a series of documents that was organized by the government and Twitter legal and the secretary of people in Massachusetts. It's called the Election Influence Operations Playbook. This is the operating manual of suppression of speech of American citizens organized at Harvard with all of these people. And when the judge saw this, he was like, basically, what's going on in this country? So let me, so that's an overview. So let me what? put all of this in perspective is that our lawsuit, without hyperbole, Sam, is a lawsuit of the century because what it goes at is going something very fundamental. When you look at the First Amendment, it has various levels to it. Political speech is the most protected speech, which means if you want to say stuff against any government official, it is the most protected form of speech. All right. Nothing should supersede that. So when you look at the timeline that I just shared in 2020, I ran as a Republican for U.S. Senate. But that campaign that we built, the Massachusetts GOP, a bunch of scumbags, and that's a technical term to refer to them, they collude with the Democrats. They didn't want to see a guy like me who has an independent base coming out of nowhere. We raised close to $2 million, a million bucks on Twitter itself. And we had built a force of 3,000 volunteers on the ground. We had, you know, 10,000 lawn signs, which is quite a bit. You can measure the success of a campaign by how many lawn signs you see everywhere. 20,000 bumper stickers. And our campaign was run by working people, not, you know, students who were just doing it to make some money, all volunteers. So on September 2020, September 1st, the, 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 on the streets, the, the uh, point was that Dr. Shiva has won this on a landslide everywhere, Sam. There was unquestionable. However, you have to understand the Massachusetts GOP works with the Democratic Party. They wanted to control this. So on the night of September 1st, as the results come in, so I win in one of the counties called Franklin County. And I win by 10 points. And that was a county where 90% of the votes are hand counted. Every other county, we lose 60-40, 60-40, 60-40, to a pasty-faced white guy from Greenwich who no one even knew who the hell he was. All right? And he wins in a Hispanic community, right? In a all-Black community. This guy was nowhere to be found. People still to this day say they didn't know who this guy was. So my 
speech on September 1st was not a concession speech. What I said was that Mass third world Massachusetts just conducted election fraud, and I'm glad we have the Second Amendment. That was put out on Twitter. Twitter didn't do anything, Sam, and I want everyone to understand, Twitter didn't do anything to me. And I kept hammering the Secretary of State and the state election director. Our campaign moved to a write-in campaign in the general elections, and guess what the theme of our campaign was? Stop election fraud. We distributed close to 2 million cards, Dan, I mean, uh, uh, Sam, all over Massachusetts, 2 million. That's the force of our volunteer base we had. So we're building up our campaign on the campaign theme of real election fraud, not the fake election fraud Trump did. Trump didn't want to win this election, okay? He was running stuff to just make money, and I'll get to that. So our campaign between September 1st and September 24th, I was hammering away at the Secretary of State under the theme of stop election fraud. On September 9th, we issued public records requests demanding what are called ballot images, Sam. What's a ballot image? And everyone needs to understand this. There are two ways you can vote. You can vote with a paper ballot, which is hand counted. The other is you go to an electronic voting machine. All those other towns that I quote unquote lost were 80 to 90% electronic voting machines. There you fill out a paper ballot, right? And when you put it into that machine, those machines, whether whatever vendor they're made in, they create what's called an image, like you're taking a photograph. And on that photograph, it looks, okay, did you vote for Sam or did you vote for Shiva? The AI on that machine figures it out, but it uses the image. So the image is generated, which then becomes really the ballot. And the, that is what's used for accounting, tallying. Does that make sense? It's not the paper ballot. Okay. So according, yes, to, yes. according to federal law that was passed in 1974, all records generated in connection with the federal election must be preserved for 22 months. Mine was a federal election, Senate election, not a state election. So I went to the Secretary of State um, with a camera on September 9th, and I said, I want the ballot images. You, you, you have to give them to me. The Secretary of State's office said, we don't have those images. We turned that feature off. The voting machines are preset with the feature to save all images. They turned it off. So I gave them 10 days. They have 10 business days to respond. On September 24th, 23rd and 24th, there's email interactions between me and the Secretary of State. In four emails, they're telling me that they delete the ballot images and they do it because they can do it. They're, and I say, show me the, the law. They don't have a law. I said, you violated federal law. This election is null and void. Those four emails, Sam, I put up on Twitter, four screenshots. This is courtroom evidence that they violated federal law 52 USC 20701. And, and, and just to make this clear, states like Florida and Arizona have confirmed the federal law saying you can't be deleting ballot images. Well, what, right when I put that on within hours, I'm thrown off Twitter. Thrown off Twitter in the middle of a federal election campaign. And what did I do? I'm a US Senate political candidate crit criticizing government, which is what the First Amendment was created for. So everyone listening, you got to get off your ass at this point, because what we're talking about is the foundations of the First Amendment, a political candidate exposing government, critiquing them. Now, if this happened in Russia or China, right, if the Chinese, if, if someone was running against Putin or in some member of parliament and said, you know, blah, blah, blah is doing this and Putin had called up the government, Twitter and said, take them down. 
it would be front page news on New York Times. This happened in America and no news has reported on it. So anyway, so what did I do? I went to try to find a lawyer. No one wanted to take this on because a swamp in Massachusetts is deep because Massachusetts since the 1600s has been the center of suppression of speech. Massachusetts was the first place we burned books. It was until 1982, a book called Strange Fruit was still banned in Massachusetts. So I had to do this on my own, Sam. I'm an engineer, scientist, inventor. I had to learn federal law. And I had to file the lawsuit. I filed a $1.2 billion lawsuit. Plus, in addition to that, I filed a preliminary injunction. What is a preliminary injunction? Remember, I'm in my federal, in the middle of an election run. I wanted the judge to have an emergency hearing to tell the Secretary of State they better not stop calling Twitter. Just to be clear, I didn't go after Twitter. And how did, why did I do that? Because one of these hit job, uh, quote unquote, fact checking idiots had written a news story saying, Dr. Shiva is spreading election misinformation, right? Uh, no ballots were deleted. Well, I never said ballots, I said ballot images. But the fools in that article did me a great favor. They said they had contacted the Secretary of State and the Secretary of State had informed them that they had contacted Twitter. So just remember this, it's not Twitter. This is called government action because I was exposing, and this is a custodial prison sentence, that the state election director had violated federal law. So therefore, I go into court by myself, three other lawyers and me, no help, filed all my briefs. It was supposed to be a 45 minute hearing. This is October 30th, 2020, ends up becoming a four and a half hour hearing. And in that testimony, which is historic, is that the judge and I elicit testimony out of the communications director. How did she do this? Well, it turns out that she used the handle of the Secretary of State's office to contact Twitter. And the young woman tells us that, oh, the judge judge says, why did you think that Twitter would do anything to Dr. Sheba? She goes, oh, because we have, and everyone listen, a trusted Twitter partnership. The government has a backdoor, a private backdoor that they could report on US citizens to Twitter. And when they use that backdoor, Jack Dorsey jumps. When the yeah. government calls, Jack jumps. So the judge is like, what do you mean by, I mean, we have all the transcripts here. What do you mean? What is a trusted Twitter partner? He goes, oh, when we call, they move faster for us. All right. That means it's separate, <laughs> but unequal. Just think about this. So our lawsuit was the first one in the world to reveal that government has a special partnership with Twitter, a backdoor. So as this proceeds, this young woman, she says, I contacted Twitter through the portal to throw him off. Then it goes to the state election director, who is, by the way, also the chief legal counsel for the secretary of state. And the judge asks her, he goes, you know, maybe I'm old, but I believe in the First Amendment. If you disagreed with him, why didn't you rebut him on Twitter? Oh, had you thought about that? No, I hadn't thought about that. So then he said, what did you do? She goes, well, I then also contacted Everyone should write this name down, the National Association of State Election Directors, which is a group of every every state election director in 50 states. So she got more voices involved. They also have a trusted Twitter partnership, but they carry with it the gravitas and the weight of 50 state election directors. So you have her calling 
Twitter through their trusted partnership and the force of 50 states through a woman called Amy Cohn, who's a national state election director. All of this came out in testimony. We had originally gone after only the secretary of state. Anyway, the judge is appalled by all this. He goes, more than likely, Dr. Shiva will win his bigger case for the 1.2 billion, which is state action. He'll likely show that. And the judge also says, I'm going to give Dr. Shiva all the terms of the PI. Unheard of. Big victory. He says he orders the government to stop calling Twitter. He orders the government to stop calling NASED, to stop calling Twitter. And he says, if you have further critiques of him, go on Twitter. No news media covered this, Sam. Hey, everybody, I want to tell you about our friends at Lucy Nicotine, okay? Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative, okay? Finally, tobacco has an alternative that doesn't suck, all right? Research and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine and comes in these three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Holla at your boy, okay? Lucy has lozenges, okay, with four milligrams of nicotine that include the following flavors, cherry, ice, citrus, and mint. They went hard in the paint on that, okay? And it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on a flight, at work, at the gym, on the go. It doesn't matter, okay? So it's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, okay? And get some Lucy Nicotine Gum or Longages, okay? This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month it's so simple and you don't have to leave your house because lucy has delivery down okay lucy lucy lounges and gum okay also have fsa and hsa eligible so you'll be able to spend pre-tax dollars on them okay this is for the tfh swarm okay go to lucy.co c-o okay l-u-c-y dot co and use the promo code tin foil to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lounges. Okay. This is Lucy.co. Use the promo code tin foil at checkout. Okay. I also have to give this disclaimer warning. These products contain nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is addictive chemical. Okay. Lucy.co and be sure to use the promo code tin foil. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Dr. Shiva. I I just want to jump in real quick. Uh, You know, this I'm just going to be first part. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to tell you how unsurprised I am. I'm more surprised about how unsurprised I am that this is going on because what, what, what's happening here is the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? So Democrats and Republicans, they're like Coke, they're like Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Yeah. Exactly. They look like they're fighting with each other, but if another soda comes up, we got Shiva soda comes, they work together to crush that out. You know, there's this old saying that Tom and Jerry, the cartoon, they actually work together. Neither yeah. of them wants to get kicked out because if one goes, then the other one either has to start trying more or, or something else could go down. So they actually work together to keep the con going so that the owner doesn't get rid of either of them. So yeah. 100%, well, it, it get, it I gets, believe this. It gets even more subtle than that. So you also have on the right and the left, whenever an issue comes up, Sam, they create the fake version of that fight. So you look at the election fraud issue and we'll get to that. You know, many, so by the way, between September 
and November, I was leading the mathematical analysis of this. You guys probably saw it on Twitter. I was the one who led all the analysis. We, we were ready here to show that, but I'll, I'll come back to that. But anyway, so first time they took me off Twitter is October, suspended me for three weeks because I was critiquing the government. That's it. So that October 30th, 2020 hearing was historic, but it was like a tree fell and there were silence by the sucker Carlson's and by the CNN's, right? Tucker's basically, you know, makes all these grimaces, acts like, but he's, he's paid and bought for too. And James, yeah. O'Keefe, James O'Keefe will do this big thing covering CNN. Well, why doesn't he also go expose Fox and Hannity? Because they do the exact same thing, but he won't because he's fight, he's taking a fake version of this. I'm sorry, James, that's what you do. Because this DeSantis bill is not going at the heart of it. It's a garbage bill, if you read it, it's gonna get thrown out eventually. It's still treating Twitter as a private actor, not as a state actor that this lawsuit has found. So we've gone after the real thing. So now, so that was October, Sam, right? By November, I'm back on Twitter. Unfortunately, it destroyed my whole election, right? Because Twitter, 350,000 followers, it was it, Twitter is a political instrument. And you know, I used to do a tweet and it goes out to 20,000 retweets. All right. My audience was massively engaged. Not like these guys who have 10 million followers and they do a, one tweet and they get five retweets. I'd get 20, 30,000 retweets. So that so on November 4th, I'm back on Twitter. I'm tweeting away, tweeting away, tweeting away. On February 1st, I do a long video lecture started at 8, 12 p.m. EST. And the timing is very important. At 9.31 p.m. EST, I end my talk. And in that talk, guess what I talk about? Those four same screenshots about this state election director who had committed violated federal law. Within 17 minutes at 9.48 p.m., I get an email from Twitter throwing me off. So between, so what were the two commonalities? I'm exposing the government and the state election director. So I went back into court. Again, I had to file the briefs. On February 4th, a preliminary injunction, go back into court. The judge, three weeks later, he orders me, he goes, in order for me to give you, quote unquote, complete relief, he says, I need you to now bring Twitter into this lawsuit. So again, let me emphasize this. I didn't go after Twitter. I went after the government. The judge suggested I bring in Twitter. So I had to file another 100, 200 pages of briefs called a motion for joinder. Again, by myself, Sam. No lawyers, not begging people for money, right? I did it on my own. And, and that, so you have, so now I'm bringing in Twitter and they bring in their three top lawyers in the world from the number one law firm in the world, Wilmer and Hale. Then you have three of the lawyers from the Secretary of State, Harvard trained guys. And then you have the lawyer from the National Associate of State Election Directors, seven on one. And that hearing took place on May 20th and 21st. No sucker Carlson was there, no major news media, but there were 400 citizens on that call. And it was me, never done this before, who had to learn all this stuff on my own. And it's me against seven heavyweights in the world, David versus Goliath. It's a true David versus Goliath. And on May 20th in the morning, the night before May 20th, I'm like trying to say, what the hell is this Twitter trusted partnership? Of, of the thousands of pages of brief my opposition had filed asking to dismiss this case, saying nothing here, move along. This guy, I'm glad they read Wikipedia, those, the, the racist scumbags who says I'm, I run antics, da, 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 right? I'm just a conspiracy theorist. 
because they underestimated me because they went and believed all that horse shit. That racist horse shit. So hey, I resemble that remark. I... <laughs> What's that? Go on, sorry. Yeah. I go, I resemble that remark, so. What do you mean? I'm a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, I, I talk to people so, all the time. And, They're like, and they call me a conspiracy. I'm like, I think you're cute. <laughs> so, so in the night before May 19th, I said, you know what? This is about government state action. And I'm researching, researching on a site in England. I find a letter that was written by the general counsel of Twitter in England to some government person saying, you know, we've created the PSP, the Twitter Partner Support Portal, PSP. And it says, you know, we've let the uh, government parliamentary security forces use this to report on citizens in Britain. Because remember, Britain doesn't give a damn about the First Amendment. That stupid fool, Harry, I'm not going to even give him a royal title, was at the Aspen Institute saying the First Amendment is bonkers. Okay, remember, the British never wanted the First Amendment. They still don't want the First Amendment. So and I said, what is this PSP? Then they deployed the PSP for the Indian elections in India in 2019. Then they used it in Australia and Taiwan and they brought it here. And I'm searching and searching and searching. Fortunately, I know how to use Google's advanced adjacency search. And I come across this. I come across what's called the Election Influence Operations Playbook. Okay? Designed at the Belfer Institute at Harvard. And guess who are the authors of this playbook? The architects. Michelle Tassinari, the state election director. Twitter legal. All right? And the National Association of State Election Directors. And I had this all ready. And the 20th, I gave my opening statement to the judge. And I said, Judge, you know, I've been a political activist all my life. Yes, I invented email. I did all these other things. But I know what it means to fight. I know what it means, what freedom is. And I gave my history. I said, you know, I burned the South African flag on the steps of MIT protesting apartheid. No one shut me down. I fought for food service workers. No one shut me down. I fought. There's a banner of me saying, you know, U.S. out of Iraq at my Ph.D. graduation. Half of the crowd booed me and half of the crowd loved me. No one shut me down. I said the first time I was shut down was on September 24, 2020 by the government of Massachusetts. And what I have discovered, Your Honor, is the actual infrastructure. This is the standardized operating procedure of how the government launders censorship. Launders censorship through Twitter. This is not Twitter. This is not Facebook. It's the government of the United States. It's the government of Massachusetts. And every state election director has access to this. And, and, the, and the judge, after he heard him, he goes, I want you to submit that as evidence. So I was awake all night on the 20th night, put together a brief, submitted it. We come in the next morning on the 21st and the judge begins the hearing. I mean, this is a very eminent judge appointed by Reagan, libertarian views, but he believes in the constitution. One of the last remaining judges. And he turns to the, and there's about 300 people on the call. And he says, this lawsuit will more than likely be taught in every constitutional law course. All right. And remember, I did this without any help from anyone else. And then he proceeds to go on. He goes, you have raised substantial issues of constitutional questions. 
And he goes, would you be open to having a, a constitutional lawyer help you? And I said, sure, you're a judge. I said, the only reason I've gotten a lawyer is because Twitter was my platform. Every time I try to talk about the lawsuit, they shut me down. It was my platform for raising money. That's why I'm doing this on my own. So the judge said, I'm going to get you a lawyer. And he appointed me a lawyer. Then in the second, towards the end of the day, I went through page by page through this. It's called a playbook, guys. It's a freaking manual. It's forget China. I don't want to hear about Russia. I don't want to hear about other countries. This is state oppression, state suppression of political speech organized. It's a manual. And what does the manual say? Look at what the title says here, Sam. You see this? It says influence election influence operations playbook. Page one has a process and I'm a systems guy. What is influence operations? IO they call it. And they have a terminology for an individual who executes influence operations. Influence operations, an influence operator. What is an influence operator? Well, the page in this book, in, in the first playbook, it describes what an influence operator is. Guess what it is? It's anyone, various criteria, anyone who speaks out against a political official and, and argues that they may be corrupt. Let me repeat that again. It's in the playbook. Oh, my it's, God. Yes. Where is freaking Glenn Greenwald? Okay. Because he doesn't get to get his Academy Award on this. Where's fucker Carlson? Excuse my language. I hate these guys. Okay. Go off, man. We need the ratings. Yeah. Well, this is too deadly for their rating because it'll put them out of business. So what you see is a actual document end to end describing in detail. And they have a beautiful diagram here. You see this diagram here? It is the steps to counter influence operations, how you first recognize people how you first bag them and how you first throw them off using Twitter and then how you monitor them for the rest of their lives. All right. This is in black and white. This is no longer conspiracy theory. This is no longer, you know, talking about aliens coming from another planet. This is being done in this country to Americans. And it's a step-by-step book. So it actually says, and by the way, the authors of this are Amy Cohen and Twitter legal. And they were acting in the courtroom. We don't know who she is. Well, you're on the freaking front page as architects of this manual. And the manual goes step by step. Real quick, Dr. Shiva, real quick. Where did you find this manual again? Remember I said I was looking for the Twitter partnership? The Twitter partnership, I found a document in England which referred to the PSP. Then I used keywords. Oh, there it is. Okay. And then I found- That's unbelievable. And I found three hits came up, and this was on some weird server. There are three parts of this manual, okay? And, Unbelievable. Yeah. Why isn't this everywhere? Now, let me show you something, okay? What does it show right there? This is what is misinformation. And it says, this is how you identify someone who spreads misinformation. Someone who says that people who run elections are corrupt. Oh my God. Everyone listening to this. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, God. and it says anyone who says that political partisans are stealing elections. 
Anyone who says COVID-19 concerns are impeding voting. Anyone who says there's been a failure in how mechanics of elections are run. Bullet points. So when you identify someone like that, then you do an assessment of that influence operator. This is CIA deep state shit. Okay? Jesus. That's crazy. And a darkie from India, a low-caste darkie, who as a working-class guy went to MIT, who did invent email, is a darkie who's got exposes. And when I mean darkie, I'm talking about we're all dark matter. We're all dark matter, okay? We're darkies to the elites. Right, right, okay? right. I don't mean my skin color, Sam. I'm talking I know about that. the fact that I had to do this on my own. No fucking lawyer wanted to do this before. No, no lawyer would have taken it on then. So I had to do all this on my own. Now, so that's page eight of this manual. Then it goes on to describe what an influence operator is, okay? In this manual, okay? What are influence operations? And it describes it, and they call them IOs. So in part two, which is the juiciest part, where I went page by page with the judge. He said, and I had to file this the night before. Well, page part two, remember, I said, remember how they tagged me with keywords? And they said, we don't know anything about keywords, really? Well, look at what the manual says. It says, how do you identify and assess? You tag people by keywords. Well, the keywords for me were Tassinari, Validate. Oh, my God. Okay. Then it proceeds to how you assess severity. Well, how do you assess severity? Page 20. First, find out, are they an established voice? Shiva Iadurik sure is an established voice, 350,000 followers. Are they credible? I get 22,000 retweets. Surely credible. Do I get volume of engagement? Surely. So once you assess that, you track them as high, lower, medium severity. Page 27, 28, and 29. What do you do with high, lower, medium? Well, you do 12 different things to a high severity person, four things to a low. One of those things that you do to a high severity person is you don't just throw them off through your Twitter partner support portal detailed here, how you sign up, but you also track them forever. So they threw me off on September 24th. They had the keywords, Tassinari, screenshots, ballot images. Right when I put it up, on February 1st, bang, within 17 minutes, a guillotine fell. Got it? <laughs> this is fucking unbelievable, man. Yeah, and you know what? People have problem using the word, me using the F-U-C-K word. You should have, you have other problems than to worry about my fucking language. Hey, yeah. I fucking hope you keep fucking right. saying it, uh, now, to be honest with you. On page 47, the judges I'm sharing this with, because I had filed this the night before at 12 midnight, all by myself, wrote the brief. And by the way, the fucking Twitter lawyer, who is a vice chair at Twitter, she says, you know, your honor, you know, uh, basically saying, I don't think he wrote all these briefs. He could, someone else did it. I almost wanted to say what? Only white people who go to Harvard can write briefs? Snaps. Yeah, I'm with you, people dude. Don't work, these people don't work hard. They think they're better than everyone. They hang out in their little communities, you know, think they're better. But a darkie did it. By the way, not color. People from bottoms up. And I knew you were like. referring to color. I think Xavier did, but I definitely knew you were talking about matter. Uh, uh, and listen, I, 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 I use the word both ways because darkie is an interesting word. You know, 95% of the universe is dark matter. But yes. Yet, and, and we are dark matter. And, you know, there's a great movie, Dark, was it Dark Knight Rises? We should say Dark Matter Rises. That's what we need to have. But anyway, 
What you see here on page 47, it clearly states to the election officials, you can report to Twitter in other ways, but it says, as an official, the Twitter PSP is the best mechanism to get content flagged and action taken. This is state-sponsored censorship. So when Twitter does this, they are no longer a private actor. They lose their First Amendment. They're a state actor. And guess who they did this to? Not just some citizen. They did this to a political candidate who was exposing their violation of federal law. So anyway, that's what's happened. And guess what? Again, everyone listening, everyone listening here and here should recognize it's up to you now to get off your butts and share this historic lawsuit with everyone. People, so what I did, Sam, was I built uh, right off my website. The branding I've done is winbackfreedom.com, winbackfreedom.com, winbackfreedom.com. And it's time that everyone, if you gave freaking money to Trump or Bernie, you better give money to me because I did this on my own. I probably spent about a million dollars of my own time on this. And give if we can get 5 million people, Sam, to give $1, $1, this is a movement. This movement goes to the heart of what the founders of this country created. The reason my parents came to this country, they didn't know where they were going. The reason that your parents and your parents' parents' parents got on boats with suitcases, they didn't know where they were going because of one singular reason. This country has a First Amendment. And the First Amendment was created that you could say whatever the F you wanted against your government. And they gave you the Second Amendment that you could protect yourself. But the First Amendment is a historic movement in the in the history of humanity it said that you could be a human being you could not you were not a slave and the reason we got into this condition that the fact garbage like this is out there and this is being executed is because of the republican and democrat fuckers okay both of them trump and bernie and if you're a trumper and you still want to give money to trump get your head out of you know what because he's part of wwf wrestling he didn't do shit against election fraud in November, I had my whole infrastructure and team set up. We're the ones, if you saw, exposed in Michigan elections. It went viral. All right? No one paid us money. And when that went viral, Mark Meadows called me from the White House. And my stuff was going viral. I was going after the real election fraud, not mail-in ballots, which is what the right wing does, or voter suppression, what the left wing does. I was going after those voting machines, which have the ability to flip votes, Sam. And that's the real crime scene. Both Democrats and Republicans have been using that. They will never allow someone of the dark matter to ever rise up because they can flip those votes. And it's embedded. It's not the vendors. It is the Republicans and Democrats who can leverage that. So we showed that. So when I, was, when I did Michigan, Mark Meadows calls me. And I said, Mark, what do you want? He goes, I want to help you. I'll go, Really? Give me all the data. You and the RNC have all the data. I'll do math analysis all day long. You're talking to an MIT guy with four degrees. Well, days went by, nothing. And this is the heart of when things are urgent, right? Trump should be hitting this hard. RNC calls me, Rona McDaniel's office, the head of the RNC. They go, we want to help you. Give me data. They go, okay, we're going to be in front of the servers. We're going to give you data tomorrow. No data. I... Eric Trump reaches out to me because that's when I started having problems with Trump. I gave the guy money. I supported him, have been loyal to him. And I said in a tweet, I said, dear President Trump and dear Mr. Biden, I have unequivocal, unequivocal proof 
that the real crime scene is these voting machines. Then, and that went viral, I think it went out to 10 million people. Then Eric Trump reaches out to me. These guys never supported our campaign because I was putting them on notice. And I said, Eric, I don't think people want to support your father. I think, I don't think they really want to hit this. No one's giving me data. I had to do this on my own. No one paid us a cent, Sam. We did this all on our own. So he says, oh, go talk to the Trump campaign lawyer. So here the White House has called me. The RNC's called me. And now I'm talking to the Trump campaign. Oh, yeah, we have the data. Were you going to give it to me? Dead silence. They didn't do jack. You know what they did, though? Go look at their email starting in mid-November. They changed their direction from voter fraud to election fraud, and they raised 300 million bucks. We did all the hard work. The Arizona hearings where people will tell you was a historic event where I showed, again, I did all the math analysis, me, Phil Evans, Doug Applegate. No one paid us a cent, Sam. They're collecting 300 million freaking bucks. And that's why that Arizona thing is going on because of the data I shared. And you can go ask Mark Fincham. He said, Shiva made the change. Rudy Giuliani cross-examined me. You can hear all of it. And then finally, after three years, Trump says impossible result, supporting me. He did that because the Trumpers were starting to realize, wait a minute, this guy, Dr. Shiva, is actually going after the real issue. So they did that to maintain credibility. So right now on this issue of big tech, yeah, Ron DeSantis is, I'm going to fine people 250K. Well, you're not going to be able to uphold that because you're not going after the real issue. James O'Keefe is making money hitting, you know, CNN. But why don't you put a wire on Fox News? It's a left-right narrative, Sam. And that's why change does not occur in this country. And that's why we got to this situation when, when some garbage like this can be there. And every American citizen listening to this, this is a state infrastructure on how political speech, how the government launders censorship to Twitter. So when you get thrown off, they can say, we had nothing to do with it. They did it. So here you have the government and here you have Twitter. Twitter... The government gives Twitter Section 230 immunity. Republicans didn't do anything. At the latter 14 days, they hit Trump, right? Not throughout his entire thing. They needed Trump. And then Twitter gives the government the back door to suppress speech. You see what I'm saying? Where government ends and where Twitter begins, we do not know. Wave and particle are one. So Twitter is at the end of this process, Sam. Let me just share with you my screen here, Sam. Can I share my screen? Yeah, while you do that, real quick, I want to get into the fact that uh, while Johnny set you up with that, uh, you know, I mean, like if you look at Facebook, we see that Facebook is basically a DARPA program. Uh, it was called LifeLog with the Pentagon. And once they got that going, they came and on the day they ended LifeLog, all of a sudden Facebook was registered as a business idea on the exact same day. They didn't even hide it because they didn't quite understand what the Internet was going to be or maybe they're just they didn't care. And, you know, that's what people say, whether you're talking about YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, these 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 companies all took CIA off uh, startup money. They all did. None of them are private businesses. They were all funded by the government and intelligence services to, in fact, influence and collect data. So everything you're saying is 100 correct percent correct and the theater that goes on on social media the battle between trump and jack and oh it's so angry they're fighting for our souls reality 
Behind closed doors, they're all working together. And that's just kind of how it's going, man. Uh, Dr. Shiva, I'm curious about the implications of this. Now, would this affect possibly uh, Twitter's Section 230 pr- protections? It's, it's beyond that. It's not even what, what it's showing is something deeper than Section 230. What it's actually showing is something even deeper. And that's why I want people to understand this. Look, Sam, what you're talking about is people have talked about this, right? People have theorized about this. But we actually have the documents. And it's in federal court. It's been accepted as evidence. Okay, so this is way beyond aliens coming down. And uh, yeah, I I agree with what you're saying. But do you understand the historic importance of this lawsuit? It is in federal court. It is gone. You know, by the way, 99 percent of cases get thrown out. I've gone through the gauntlet. I've got we've survived motions to dismiss. We've gotten a P.I. injunction issued. How seriously are they taking it now? Uh, Preliminary injunction. injunction. So remember, oh. I told you October 30th, the judge gave us the terms of our PI. And then they threw me off again. That's why I'm in court again. My point is, the fact that we've gotten this far, all of Trump's lawsuits were thrown out. My other lawsuits showing that they multiplied my votes by two-thirds and the other guys by 1.2, that survived a motion to dismiss. That's called a one-person, one-vote lawsuit. Again, no one's covered that. The reason I wanted to show you this, let me share my screen here with you guys, Okay. All right. I'm excited. Just they, so that you are, know. It, it seemed at first they were a bit dismissive of you. Are they taking it more seriously now that the judge is taking it seriously? Who, who's they? Uh, Twitter and, and your opposition in this lawsuit. Are they, are they taking the they suit seriously? They have seri- no choice right now. They're, in, right. they're being brought into court, Johnny. This well, no, but it seemed at first they were kind of dismissive of your capabilities and your, your competence. Yeah, because they, it, it's, it's a great blessing for me. They kept reading Wikipedia. Yeah. They came in there thinking, oh, this guy's a conspiracy theorist. He's I'm just curious. Can you see it in their eyes? Can you see the fear in their eyes yeah. now? Uh, okay. Yeah. So let me show you this. Okay. Can you guys see this? Yes, I can. So let me show you what I got here. Okay. So what you see here is this is our website that I just put up. Okay. What does this website sell? What it shows is it's win back freedom. Okay. And it's a cool icon here because what it's actually showing here, it's something quite fundamental. Oops, let me bring this back up. Um, double shiva <laughs> um let me bring this back up sorry about that uh, it's fine while you're doing that there we go, we go. nope okay yeah here we as go. you're doing that okay i just want everybody to know that i understand what dr shiva is going through i am in fact 17 and 3 in traffic court so i understand <laughs> representing yourself and how hard it is going up against the state yes right. Yeah, this is against seven lawyers, okay, in federal court. That's amazing. So, seven. What wow. you see here is everyone should go to winbackfreedom.com. And, what, what, and the, the, the slogan here is it is David versus Goliath. And we have the force of all those movements that took place over time and memorial. Hmm. And this point in history is if you look at this, it's the David here is royalty. Okay? It's not, th- these are people who never wanted to give you the first amendment this is a harvard belfer school okay right here that's who it is the harvard belfer school and what you see is all of these forces work with state officials to launder censorship with election directors and nascd is this national association of state election director which runs this operation for the government and twitter you notice is just the foot stepping of people twitter's not the head here you see the difference here it's a very different narrative. And what we say here is 
This is the first lawsuit to expose how the government censors U.S. citizen speech on Twitter. For years, we were told Twitter acts on its own as a private company, and you cannot question their decisions. Following the deplatforming of Dr. Shiva, testimony and hearings in federal court elicited how government and Twitter have created an infrastructure for government to launder censorship of speech through Twitter. This website provides all the documents as they emerge in this historic lawsuit. The presiding federal judge declared this case one of substantial constitutional consequences and a lawsuit that will likely become a law school exam in constitutional law. Dr. Shiva is representing himself against big law and big tech. It's truly a David versus Goliath story. We the people versus the elite, never the, the elite who never liked the First Amendment. Kindly contribute one dollar. That's what this is about. And all the documents are here. Now, it gets even more interesting. In the lawsuit, what occurred was the following, all right? Let me stop sharing this. What, what occurred, can I go here? What occurred was the following, okay? The Deputy General Counsel of Twitter files an affidavit. Remember, what Twitter wants to put the charade on is they do everything. Everyone understand this? That they yes. make decisions on their own. So she files an affidavit a week before this trial, and she says, you know, remember, I was thrown off on September 21st, which is now unequivocal the government did that, but they're saying February oh. something else. We didn't do it, meaning the government. Twitter did it because he had set six strikes on him, all right? And strikes three, four, and five, or four, five, and six occurred on February 1st. February 1st was a day when I gave that hour-long lecture where I again sir, showed those four email screenshots. You guys following me? The screenshots exposing the state election director. Yes, we're following. Okay, but in the affidavit, the general counsel of Twitter, who, by the way, served with Obama's administration in the White House, she says in her affidavit, when he put up those tweets, it went up to a person who reviewed his tweets. That was the next day, February 2nd. Then we had a team reviewing his tweets. And then we made a decision to deplatform him on February 3rd. Well, guess what? That's not what happened. On February 1st, I had gotten an email from Twitter at, at, at 9.38 p.m., 17 minutes after. And it said I was deplatformed within 17 minutes. There was no review. This was automated. You follow what I'm saying? She's writing a fabricated affidavit telling a federal court judge that there was some review process, Twitter did it. So I had to file something immediately. I said, your honor, this person's lying. This is fabricated. And they fabricated this to make the court appear that Twitter acts on its own. Here's the data. And here are my six tweets. And the woman didn't even share my tweets. And I said, look at every one of these tweets. What are they about? They're about me talking about my lawsuit, which is not a frivolous lawsuit. And so, and I said, that's why, Your Honor, I have to do this on my own because they knocked me off because they talk about a lawsuit, which is another violation of free speech. And this was done because the government wants to keep it quiet. Now, let me also tell you another point. In this document, you know what they say? That when you identify an influence operator, also notify mainstream media and tell them never to cover that person. I believe all of it. Dude. That's why I this lawsuit doesn't receive any coverage. So this is a conspiracy in the truest form. I mean, 
my goodness. You've really That's stepped on something here. The lawsuit has a RICO provision in it. RICO. Oh, RICO wow. is conspiracy. Interesting. Corruption. So we have the conspiracy with what is, in order to show RICO, what we argued was, first, they concealed evidence. What was the evidence? They obstructed justice because I'm exposing the state election director violated federal law. That's courtroom evidence. They all work together. That is the RICO enterprise to suppress and conceal evidence to obstruct justice. So what you guys need to do, Sam, and all you guys listening, you got to get screw mainstream media. They're never going to cover it. We need every citizen journalist to take this video, go up to the website, winbackfreedom.com, give one buck. And not, it's not even me begging. This is for your benefit. I don't need to beg. I'll keep going on this on my own. But every American should support this lawsuit. If you gave money to Trump, ask for that back and give $1 to this. And everyone should be a citizen journalist and write up what's going on here. This is a violation of the, of the highest form done by, and by the way, guess who's uh, listed as another author of this document? You know, Robbie Mook is? No, who's that? Clinton's, Clinton's campaign manager. Okay? But people from Romney's campaign are here too. Left and right. So anyone in 2021 who wants to follow Trump or Bernie or Republican or Democrat, you're, you're like in la-la land. You're in kindergarten. You're, you're playing into the PSYOP, man. You're playing right. into the PSYOP. Exactly. 100%. 100%. And uh, I think it's it's crazy. And uh, are you worried for, are you getting any kind of threats against you, Dr. Shiva, by oh. exposing something so deep? Well, look. Sam, let me ask, let me, let me ask you something. What's the purpose of life, Sam? Um, get money, bang bitches. What's that? I don't know. What is it? What is it? Well, to me... Look, Sam, my grandparents came from nothing. All right? I remember when I was 12 years old, when I went back to India for the first time. And I had left India when I was seven. And I came back when I was 12. And I went back to that small village, dirt roads, no running water, no electricity. My grandparents had bare feet, nothing, man. These people work 16 hours a day in the hot field. And I, I, uh, for five years, I was in working class towns in New Jersey. And those working class people taught me a lot. And when I went back when I was 12, my grandparents came, came to send me off at the caboose trains in those days. I made a decision. I said, you know what? My, my aunt lived in a little 10 foot by 10 foot hut. I said, these people have nothing, but they struggled so I could get educated. And I said, if I don't freaking do something with my life, I'm a complete parasite. And that, it, that I had already gotten so much by the fact that my parents had come to America. And what I'm trying to tell everyone is that First Amendment does not exist anywhere on this freaking planet. And if you're not willing to die and fight for it, you're a slave. What the hell does life mean? You have your little home and you have your little kids and you do this and that when you're a freaking slave. Who wants to live like that? Let's fucking go, man. Let's fucking go, dude. Let's do this. Yeah. So this country was built on people 
who didn't give a damn if they lived or died. They wanted freedom. Think about my friends who are Italians. They said their parents got on a boat with two bags. They didn't have any jobs. And now we have millennials. Well, I want this. I want that. It's like you freaking, you freaking lost your mind. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what it means to suffer. You don't know what others don't have. And you're asking me if I'm scared. No, I'm not fucking scared. I'm fucking angry. You should get angry. This shit is fucking ridiculous. Okay. The fact that I had to represent myself is fucking ridiculous. Scared? Scared of what? Scared that I may lose my little house? What the fuck are you scared about? It's the wrong question, Sam. I, I only got a couple in this, this interview. I'm no, sorry. no, but I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not you. I'm saying that attitude is you have a bunch of assholes here in Cambridge, which is the center of the violation of free speech. Those blue bloods who lost the, the war, they didn't get back and leave. They're still here. They never wanted to give the First Amendment. And every decade, they've been trying to figure out how to get it back. And I if agree. You don't, and if you don't, if people don't recognize that, that's why I hate this guy, Tucker Carlson. He puts on his little face. He had a chance to put me on, but he didn't. Because he watches ratings. He's an entertainer. And I'm here to tell you, if you think that guy's your fighter and you don't want to fight and get behind this, because this lawsuit is the inflection point in American history. It really is. It's not like conspiracy theory. It's not like, oh, yeah, I read this stuff. No, we're actually in federal court. So everyone better get behind this lawsuit. Everyone. I'm all about that, doctor. I appreciate you coming on. We're going to include all the links in the in the special in the uh, description on here. And uh, man, I I got your back, brother. I'm all about that because you know once we lose these things, and I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I I, I look back at all these elections, and I think we just kind of played their game. And you know, right. we we like 60 million votes got counted in what they do it in eight hours by old people way back in the day. I think it's all been illusion, but now we have records and now we have people fighting to uh, keep the truth, get the truth out. And that's why I appreciate you, doctor. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much. Sure, Sam. And I, I appreciate, as, you know, we haven't spoken in a while. I appreciate this conversation. I think your audience is a wonderful audience there. They have a consciousness, but this is an opportunity for them to take that consciousness to another level to deepen their understanding and go beyond this left, right, beyond Republican, Democrat, because that is the illusion, man. That is the matrix. That is the, the devil in many ways. It keeps people entertained. And since 1970, what's happened in this country is people have been kept entertained, you know, kept, you know, on drugs and feeling good or whatever the hell it is, right? It's not about learning that you have to fight. And the, the, the goal of existence is to fight for your rights. And they've been eroded at a deep level. And that's why we called it win back freedom, Sam. And it's a very important point. We shouldn't say, oh, we got to fight for freedom. No, we've lost it. We've actually lost it. And we have to now win it back. But it's positive too. But we have to win it back. It's no longer, oh, we're going to lose freedom. No, you've already lost it. Anyway, Sam, thank you. Well, you know, Rumble, young man, Rumble, I appreciate you, Dr. Shiva. We always love to have you on. 
And, you know, again, I hope that the swarm comes to support you because I think you're the, one of the few people fighting. And it is so corrupt at so many levels. And the blessings of you finding a judge that's actually honored his oath and defended it because, I mean, we look back at all the stuff going on in politics. There's so many levels of corruption, military, law enforcement, judicial, uh, elected. Nobody's enforcing the Constitution. They're all being bought off by fractional reserve banking and fiat money. And they're just taking cash that means nothing. And they're just selling out their own. The level of treason going on in this country right now is unbelievable. If Benedict Arnold was alive today, he'd be a talking head on Fox News. That's the truth. That's where all the scumbag, all the treasonous motherfuckers go, is they go talking heads on on, on, on cable television. So thank you for coming on, brother. We'll do it again soon. Keep Thanks, me posted, Dad. and we'll let everybody know. And again, check the links in the description below to help out Dr. Shiva. Thank you, Dr. Yes. Shiva. Thanks, Hope to see Thanks, everybody in Minneapolis. Hope thank to see you. you guys at the House of Comedy. We go deep, homeboy. <laughs> Eric, open your mind. <laughs> Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.